0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show we're talking about the missing middle. Modern cities tend to get most new housing either in the form of low density, that's suburban, or very high density buildings. We're talking high rise buildings. In many North American cities, most new units are either detached, semi detached, and townhouse units, or else they're condo apartments in high density, high rise towers. The mid density stuff in between tends to be harder to produce. Larger developers don't want the hassle of these smaller projects, so the lowest cost developers won't build them. It leaves the field wide open for the smaller developers to try their hand at developing these types of buildings. And frankly, this is precisely where I started my development career. Which part of the middle is missing depends on the city. In some cities, the missing middle refers to the kind of small walk up apartment buildings and stacked townhouses that can be built on urban infill lots. This range of mid-density infill, up to three stories, contains perhaps eight or twelve apartments. They serve a wide range of household needs, from studio apartments to three bedrooms. They're more cost-effective to build, and they can be made more affordable to residents than both the lower-density and higher-density forms of construction. A generation ago, there was plenty of affordable housing in the core of most cities most people chose to move to the suburbs, leaving a large supply of old pre-war housing behind. We've talked on the show extensively about that middle band of housing between the downtown core and the suburbs. Virtually every city in North America has faced this phenomenon of a neglected band of real estate between the suburbs and the downtown core. Downtown is where the offices were located, and any housing left over in the downtown was because nobody really wanted it. There was plenty of housing available downtown for anyone who wanted to live there. That situation prevailed for so long, and from the end of World War II to the end of the century, that we came to see it as normal. Downtown seemed to be the place of perpetually cheap rent, abundant, old, creaky housing, and no need to build much more of it. The highest proportion of tenants were close to downtown, as much as 70% of the dwellings were tenant-occupied. In the suburbs, the properties were overwhelmingly owner-occupied, and usually no more than 10-15% to 15% tenants but a lot has changed. People are coming back to the city, and that growing demand for urban housing has put a lot of pressure on the supply. People want walkable communities. They want lower maintenance. They don't want to mow the lawn. They don't want to shovel the driveway, but they do want affordability. It's become clear that affordability and rental supply isn't just about building more housing. It's about enabling more of the right kind of housing. In order to keep costs down, you need to create density, and density means going vertical, in order to reduce the land cost per unit the limiting factor in virtually any type of housing is not actually the housing the limiting factor believe it or not is parking you might have a parcel of land of for example 6000 square feet and the city might let you build for example 16 units on that parcel the problem is that the parking for 16 cars would consume almost the entire lot so either You limit the parking or you find a way to incorporate ground level structured parking and elevate the building on top of the parking but structured parking is also expensive in a dense urban setting these types of buildings are typically built on small land assemblies and they're typically built right to the lot line that is if the zoning permits it or they'll have the usual setbacks in keeping with the other housing in the neighborhood the problem is that the zoning for this type of housing in most communities is very restrictive makes it difficult to build the right product in actual practice. If you want parking, then each parking spot ends up costing as much as a brand new car. Many developers opt to build without parking if there's adequate public transit, but here too, the market still demands some amount of parking. If you want to build ground-level structured parking and elevate the building, then the height restriction becomes the constraint. The city's not going to let you build higher, so then you can't fit in the parking. Once you introduce the parking underneath the building, then you need to factor in an elevator to get up to the fourth floor. The key to lowering housing costs when land is expensive is to allow greater density, and if you can get more apartments on that same land surface, then you lower the cost of the housing for everyone. If the rents are not high enough to pay for the building, then that building simply will never get built. And when new buildings don't get built, then rents go up because there's less supply in the market and becomes a vicious circle. As you think about that, go looking for these small land assembly infill opportunities because you might just find the perfect location to build a medium-sized apartment building. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.